I'm going to be honest. After most of the wild shit that we experienced with last month's set of episodes, I have to admit, I feel as though this month's episodes may not entirely live up to that, so I'm going to start things off with a very weird intro. So, you know how people can be, you know, trans and you know there's different kinds of trans so like there's transvestite which I haven't heard in like a while and then there's transgender which is becoming very very common nowadays in the west. Apparently now there's something called transabled. And the usual thing with being a trans is you know you can be any type of trans it's just you know trans meaning that you feel like you're something more than what you currently are or you feel like you're something different from what you currently are and then that's the thing that's there you know simple as that if it's transgender you know you're probably a guy on the outside but you feel like you're a woman on the inside you know shit like that so when you kind of look at the idea of transabled let me just put it like this Apparently, there are people who have very good functioning bodies who believe that they were supposed to have been disabled from the start. What the f- I kid you the hell not. These people actually exist. Like there's actually a group of people that are like, you know what? I was born with a fully functioning body, but I should have been disabled. And the weird thing is they have some of the, you know, most common disability desires to a certain degree. And I'm not going to lie. It does seem particularly weird, but I don't even think I'd explain it as well as the person that you know, introduce me to the concept of this, which is some woman on the internet. So I'm going to play the video so that, you know, her explanation can make a little bit more sense. So here it is. People are now disabling themselves by choice and now they call themselves transabled. So transgender people express that they don't feel like they're in the right body. Transabled people basically feel like they should have been born with a disability. This lady poured bleach in her eyes because she felt like she should be blind. She basically believes she should have been born with a disability. Some people will cut off their limbs because they feel like they're an amputee. And their desire is basically to be either blind, deaf, an amputee, or a paraplegic. There was this guy, One Hand Jason, who basically arranged accidents to happen because he believed he should have been disabled. I think transabled and being other kin is just like a bit ridiculous. All right. So let me just try and get this properly because I'm finding it very, very hard to believe. You know, the entire trans agenda is something that I've always found particularly hard to, you know, to kind of make proper sense of. Because when you kind of think about it, there's something that seems very odd about the entire experience, you know. Because God, Allah, you know, the man upstairs or whoever it is that you believe in, even though it's mother nature, you know, they design your body for a certain purpose to do certain things and shit. And it seems a little bit odd to say that, you know what, they made a mistake in the entire creation process. But to even go further, like now there's people that think that, you know what, I have a fully functioning body. I have a good fully functioning body, but fuck that shit. I should have been disabled. Like, this is why I don't like spending too much time on the internet. Like, honestly, I'm literally here on the internet with y'all just trying to create the content that would make the world a much better place. And then there's people that believe in this shit? Come on, bruh. Alright, fine. You know what? Fuck it. We have a podcast to do and I talk about none of this shit. Luckily, my shit is a lot simpler because it's mostly just relationships and fucking. So consider that a non-starter to the podcast because I usually like to start my podcast by saying... 
Welcome to Breaktime on Westside, your number one Breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who wants you to forget and not consider whatever the fuck I just said for the first, I don't know, three, four minutes or some shit. Because honestly, that is absolute garbage. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denverby. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationship show where I do not get to talk about transabled people. I get to talk about relationships. I get to talk about sex. I get to talk about what it's like to love from a guy's point of view. And if you agree with some of the stuff I say, if you disagree with it, then you are welcome to always give feedback. On Facebook, on IG, it is at Breaktime on our side. On Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs. It is at Bagaka the D. You know, slide in there. Give me some of that feedback. If it's love, you can show me love. If you want to debate on something I've said, if you want to discuss something, if you want me to discuss something on the podcast, then you can submit it there. And by all means, if it is good, then we will have it on the podcast for me to discuss. Now, there's quite a bit to talk about today. And I do want to leave everything that happened before and just get straight to the main topic. But before I get to that, I wanted to talk about two things. Uh, first of all, apparently Will Smith went turned on a camera again and then started speaking some shit. Apparently, he's apologized to Chris Rock now publicly on camera and shit. And that's literally all that I'm going to say about it because I do not feel like covering any more of that family on media. Like, I feel like those guys have been getting so much media coverage for some of the most petty, most nonsensical garbage that I see out there. Last I checked, there was even a petition last year to not cover these guys. So I am going to try and respect the many signatures that were there and not say anything beyond that. Now, moving things on ahead, the life coach known as Solomon Bucci was getting quite a bit of backlash last week. If some of y'all are on Facebook and probably know about the guy, because days after proposing to his current fiance known as Arike Adiola, he straight up went and said on Facebook that his fiance isn't the most beautiful or the most intelligent. Now, I'm not gonna lie, that sounds bad as hell. Up until you actually kind of read the story. So the story goes, Solomon Bucci wrote a post dedicated to his wife slash fiance on Facebook as he expressed his love for her and his commitment to never finding commitment in another person. Now he said, and I quote, you're not the most beautiful woman, neither are you the most intelligent woman, but like I've chosen to never find perfection in anyone else. I've put my gaze on you and with that commitment, we would mold ourselves for ourselves. Our perfection is in our commitment. He goes on to say, and I quote, stating that you're not the most beautiful slash intelligent might sound like it's not a compliment, but it's a realistic base for love. Acknowledging that my woman isn't the best, but I'm not looking for the best. I was looking for you and I found you. There's no best. There's just someone you choose and see the best in them. This to me is the real love, not the one that consoles itself in the faux reality that their partner is the most good looking, the most intelligent, most successful person in the world because that's disingenuous and doesn't give room for love to thrive. End quote. Now, when you kind of listen to a guy saying all of this, like it does sound like he is sort of talking shit about his woman you know it at first sounded like he wasn't talking all that great about his woman but the reality of it is this guy was being real like every single nigger that i've seen in the comment section regarding this entire thing was actually saying that the guy wasn't particularly lying you know he was being straight up and honest about that shit because i think every single guy that's with their partner right about now knows that they're with their partner because they really like them they really love them they really care about them or some shit or maybe they have some other reason but the one thing that all of us niggas know for a fact is 
She may not be the finest babe on the bloody planet. Hell, she might not even be the most intelligent babe on the bloody planet. Hell, even worse, she might not be a combination of both and be the best at that combination in and of itself. What we do as men is we take what's there and we're like, you know what? We actually love this combination of qualities and features in this package of a person and we go with it and we run with it because at the end of the day, maybe we might find a shorty that's more beautiful or more intelligent or even more of both. But the truth of it is, it's not like they'll always be the best fit. But I guess because Facebook is mostly full of old people or just older people, and I wouldn't be surprised if a good chunk of the people that follow life coaches like Solomon Bucci that are fairly young, pretty good looking, are usually fairly older women, they might probably catch a feeling because of this shit because they're used to the sweet nothings. Hell, even the current babe right now are used to sweet nothings. Like, you know, you like being propped up, you like being put up on a pedestal because you've always believed that a man should always lift you up and frankly i think to a certain extent it makes sense but to another extent it could be bull and this guy's just being real about this shit like the reality of it is you're probably not the prettiest shorty ever you're probably not the most beautiful hell you're probably not even the most intelligent and worse still you might not even be a great combination of both but the unfortunate reality of double standards is you can say that about yourself you know shorties will always come up and they're like i may not be the most beautiful neither may i be the most intelligent but you know i'm the most prayerful or i'm the best at this or i'm the best at that and and people will obviously admit that shit just the same way niggas can be like i may not be the finest nigga or i may not have the most money or some shit like it's okay when people say that about themselves but suddenly when niggas want to say that about their own babes even though they genuinely do care about their babes it's suddenly a bad thing like that's the thing that I don't get with sweet nothings. If someone wants to be real, what's wrong with discarding the sweet nothings for a little bit of reality? Because you don't necessarily have to give sweet nothings all the time. And if anything, at least he's being real and he's actually giving a lot more truth with that entire thing. Because he may not have said things that are all that great about his shorty, but the guy said straight up, like, I choose you, I wanted to be with you, you know, even though you're not the most beautiful or the most intelligent, because I believe that our union is a lot better than that. It's pretty much a way of saying that this machine that we call our relationship is way better, way powerful than the individual quality of the individual parts that it has. Like, that's some real talk right there. But unfortunately, because there's too many babes that want sweet nothings instead of actual real talk, they're gonna continue saying that this guy was talking shit about his woman and that his woman should leave him. Because clearly, being real, even though it actually does carry its own compliments, clearly does not suit it for them. You know, because some of them just didn't come with that intelligence. It's not even a beauty thing. But anyways, maybe I'm the one who's just a little too logical. Maybe I'm the one who's always just too much of a rational thinker. I don't know. Maybe the ladies should tell me if I'm wrong about this shit. And if this guy was talking a load of garbage in their own kind of way, you know, hit me up on the IG, hit me up on Twitter and shit. And we can definitely talk this out. But that said, we should definitely leave that and move it on to our main topic of today. Now, while I was on IG, there was this particularly interesting clip that I came across. Now, it was from the Big Facts podcast, and it was about a bunch of these people that were talking, and one of the babes was talking about how guys just can't handle casual sex. Like, most men cannot handle 
casual sex which actually did seem particularly odd for me because it's guys that mostly tend to benefit from things like friends with benefits it's mostly guys that benefit from you know shagging random babes and having multiple babes that they shag so it seems very very odd that someone more so a woman would say that guys actually aren't built for casual sex with women and they actually end up catching feelings so i'm gonna play the clip for you then i'm gonna look into this entire thing and actually answer whether she's right about this or not so without further ado and it could be a situation where like they did something you don't like or you can't stand them you ain't fucking with them right now but you like to have sex you mm -hmm. might not necessarily be promiscuous but you might like that person's sex mm -hmm. and then that might be like okay well yeah, fuck these niggas whatever or bitches or whatever you deal with or whatever but i like their sex so i'm just gonna do it and then i'm not fucking with them no more and then you get sucked back into the situation you ain't so you ain't never got sucked out sex and drugs is at the yeah. top you ain't never got sucked out you just gotta stand on what it is like that but should that, be hard, dog. No, nah, you just gotta say, I want you to fuck me when I want you to fuck me. That's it. That's crazy. No, nah, but I'm saying, like, some people <laughs> some people can't some people can't separate the two. Yeah, why? Because you, you feel like when you fucking now we supposed to go back together. Like we ain't go together the whole month. You come fuck me, okay, we back. Yeah. No, no, that's and what I'm saying. You ain't like, gonna like him, he ain't gonna like you. Then y'all gotta split up again. Then when you wanna get fucked again, y'all gotta go back together. Yeah, but yeah. no, no, no. Just don't go together and just get fucked, Jay. But it's easier. Tell the man you just want him to fuck you. No, that I can do like that. I, no, what I'm saying is I can do that. I can cut somebody off completely and just fuck them, and then that's it. And then like they get in their feelings or whatever. But it's just like it took. It wasn't always like that they for me in the beginning. Yeah, like it wasn't always like that for me in the beginning, but I learned how to separate the two. What they getting they feel about, Jay? Man, you know what they getting they feel about. <laughs> <laughs> they gonk, gonk, <laughs> yeah. Y'all happening? You know what I don't feel like shit. <laughs> Alright, so that actually poses a pretty interesting situation. Can men actually handle casual sex? Like, it seems a little bit odd. And if you talk to a sexual conservative, it actually, you know, will just come out straight, oh, you know, sex can't be casual, sex shouldn't be casual, because, you know, like, there's stuff attached, blah, blah, blah. People say, oh, psychologists say that, you know, you leave a part of yourselves every time you shag, blah, 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 and shit. And I don't know, I don't know. Like, it seems a little bit odd for me because there's a lot that this babe has said and i'm not saying that she isn't right about any of it i just think that people might be looking at it a little bit wrong so the question of men being able to handle casual sex can very easily end up being misplaced because people don't entirely understand the variables around it so like let me put it like this while it might seem a little bit easy to answer that you need to kind of take into account that first of all there's not that many guys that get that much sex like there's not a lot of guys that'll get a lot of pussy there's you know there's that whole tinder study that a lot of people who talk on relationships usually talk about where it's like 78 percent of the guys barely ever get any matches you know they're mostly rejected on there and there's like a 20 percent of guys that get most if not all of the attention and end up sleeping with like 80 percent of the girls now it does paint a grim picture and of course there's definitely going to be people who will be like oh you know guys back in the day were having even less sex and shit because people are more conservative you know christianity muslim you know religion blah 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 no sex till marriage 
and yes you are right and you know there's definitely more guys having way more sex now but the truth of it is there's a small fraction of guys that are having a lot of the sex with a lot of the babes and most guys are barely getting any hell there's even studies from like the past 10 years that prove this so with that variable in mind I can tell you for a fact, if one guy who barely gets any gets a chance to shag one babe and has a friends with benefits type situationship with her, then it's very easy for this guy to seemingly seem clingy. Like the thing with guys is us guys want sex. Like sex for us is a challenge and a reward. And as a result of that, the fact that we're constantly trying to get some and you know there's some guys that barely get any, if a guy who barely gets any gets a chance to have some whether it's good or whether it's bad we'll continue having it if we have a chance to get it constantly we will continue to have poor boring sex like the shorty could just be lying down like a dead ass fish and you're pretty much just over there just hitting it and she's enjoying herself and you feel like you're not getting your dues worth and you leave and you'll be pissed off and you'll be like oh you know what screw this babe i don't think i want to fuck her anymore blah 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 but after a month of being horny and jerking off when shorty calls you up again and says she wants to smash your ass is still going to go back there like let's be very real about this shit the only guys who can decide you know what I'm tired of this babe and they're going to stop are the guys who have the option of banging other babes because when you have the option of banging other babes then you can very easily notice and see and feel that the kind of sexual experience that you're having from one particular babe isn't good so you can drop them because you have the option you've experienced better you've experienced worse or you probably just have experienced better only or worse only so you can kind of make that kind of decision because you have had the choice to actually do that of which there's not that many guys that do that and as a result because they have a scarcity they lack the choice to actually make that decision because at the end of the day shit sex is actually better than no sex to a lot of guys which is why there's a ton of guys that actually don't know what shit sex is because that's the only sex that they've been getting and it's probably even just been coming from one person so it's very hard for them to make that distinction it's it's kind of the same way when you hear a lot of guys saying that they're loyal men and yet besides their current girlfriend or their current wife it's not like they've really been chased by any babes it's not like babes are really letting them hit like you kind of have to think about it and ask yourself if they're genuinely loyal men or they just haven't had opportunities to smash a babe or at least opportunities to smash another babe because how else will you know if these guys are loyal not unless if they have the capacity to not be loyal like take for example if it's a fine nigger and he's being chased around by a bunch of different babes and a bunch of different babes on a hop on his dick and this guy straight up says no i have a girlfriend like doesn't that clearly show that he's loyal and he's not going to smash outside like he's clearly a faithful man and to a huge degree that's kind of how babes will end up vetting guys not by the fact that this guy is nice and he treats her well but just by the fact that this guy's a bunch of babes that want him and he very distinctly chose her over all of those babes will clearly show that this man wants her not that this guy only has her as an option and will make that choice not because he has any other options like it's a very simple distinction that's made so in essence you'll never really know what good or great is when you have very little in numbers so a guy can be smashing a four and be getting you know fairly modest probably okay sex and he'll be like you know what oh at least i'm banging a shorty blah 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 and 
I kid you the fuck not. The moment this guy gets a glow up, the moment he gets a bunch of money and babes now start flocking towards him, if this guy manages to start banging a 6, a 7, a 9, a 10 and all of them are putting in amazing experiences, this guy will very easily drop the 4 because he has no loyalty to that 4. You know, if it's just a simple friends with benefits, why the hell should he stick around and continue getting substandard pussy when he can be getting some very upscaled, very high level pussy from all of these other babes? And that's exactly how a lot of guys function, you know? And weirdly enough, babes actually do the exact same thing. It's just that it's not in terms of sex, it's actually in terms of the relationship. Because time and time again, you'll see stories, you'll hear of scenarios where a shorty is busy dating some okay looking guy. And the moment the relationship starts having issues or they end up having a bad breakup, you find that the next nigga that she's with is this good looking guy that treats her a certain kind of way that probably makes a little bit more or something of the sort that's kind of like that. And it's something that I've seen happen, especially with me as an example, about two times. Like two shorties actually pulled the exact same thing. They were having issues with their boyfriends. They kind of felt like the boyfriends weren't all that. And all of a sudden, at some point, while they were, you know, sort of in the rocks of their relationships, they actually sort of used me to a certain degree. So they started spending more time with me. They'd let me get a lot touchier. You know, we'd start doing some shit together, getting intimate. And eventually they end the relationship, but they're already sort of having a thing with me. Now, the unfortunate thing that happened for both of them was that I didn't commit to any of them. So they kind of got left out in the cold and I'm sure they both got extremely pissed about that shit. But it is more or less the same thing. You know, because I was taller than the guys that they were dating, I was, according to some people, a little better looking. I can't say that for sure. But that was something that I saw myself being used for when I started to think about it a little bit later on. And it is something that you see happen time and time again. So to kind of conclude all of this, let me go back to that question and actually now answer it. Are guys not built for casual sex? Are guys just clingy like that? Well, the truth of it is some are, but a good chunk of guys aren't. Like, of course, there's the clingy types. There's the guys that want to hold on to you. And even though it's a friends with benefits, you know, feelings are caught and shit. And they don't want the casual sex to just be casual. They want to be exclusive because they don't want you shagging anyone else. Like, those guys do exist. And I guess, you know, there's different guys who've gone through that phase and, you know, had that situation with certain babes. But for a good chunk of babes, or at least for a good chunk of guys who've banged a good chunk of babes, that's not the case. Like, guys are actually a lot better at casual sex than women are. Like, I'm not saying this statistically, I'm just saying this just off of just minor observations here and there on a personal level. Like, guys are a lot better built for casual sex because we can pretty much sleep with a girl here and now and in a couple of minutes when I'm walking her out so that, you know, she can take an Uber or some shit, if I see a different shorty that looks super fine, I will be ready and I will want to shag that other babe almost immediately after. Like, guys are sort of wired like that. When it's just the sex and you have an abundance of options, then it's sort of easy for you to detach yourself on an emotional level and just have a lot of the casual sex. Because the moment you start being emotionally attached to a bunch of these babes and then, you know, you try and get something going you actually realize that it's very hard to maintain quite a lot of them and then on top of that as the fact that you have to be loyal and now that means that you can be having an abundance of pussy which isn't something that a lot of guys would want to get rid of at the time so it kind of becomes a little bit hard for a lot of guys to kind of just you know get emotionally attached like that of course there are those babes that could hit it a certain kind of way 
But the reality of it is, if you give a guy the open opportunity to bang a lot of babes, most guys will take that opportunity. And as a result, they'll end up becoming very emotionally detached from those babes, which is why you find the likes of Hugh Hefner existing. You know, it's not like Hugh Hefner would want to be married to any one of those Playboy girls. He was just smashing as many of them as he could. And that's pretty much how most guys will function. Although, then again, I might be wrong about this shit, just the same way I might be wrong about a lot of shit, so I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on IG, it is at Breaktime on West Side, on Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on West Side, and on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end, and if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly, and I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>